Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to the next episode together where we are going to dive deep into the mind-body connection. And I want to open this particular episode by just saying that my spiritual journey, so my conscious spiritual journey, which for me began many years ago when I was just 17 years old, it actually began by understanding and discovering the mind-body connection. In other words, I had started to interpret the symptoms and signs of my body, and I began to use those as a doorway to understand my inner self. So I was given, when I was just 17, the book, The Body is the Barometer of the Soul by the lovely Annette Noontill, who has since passed away. And I started to use that book as a reference guide for my life. Now, I know a lot of people also use books like You Can Heal Your Life by the wonderful Louise Hay. There's Inner Seagal's work as well, The Secret Language of the Body. And essentially, I was using books like this and The Body is the Barometer in particular to start to understand my relationship between my mind and my body. And it was a very powerful avenue for my spiritual and personal growth. And that is why this episode and this topic is so close to my heart, because it is something that I have continued with for more than 17 years now. Going on 18 years, I have deepened that relationship with my body over the years. I've been listening to my body, listening to my mind and understanding the relationship between the two. And that's what this is all about. This is not just about taking care of your body, which we will talk about. It is about understanding how your mind impacts your body and how your body impacts your mind and how you as an infinitely intelligent human being are so connected on both physical and non-material levels. So you have your body and then you have your heart and then you have your mind, you have your spirit, you have your higher self, your access to the information that is out there in the universe. I mean, you have so much complexity and so much intelligence that is woven into the very foundation of who you are as a human being. And by understanding the mind-body connection, this does become a portal to greater growth. It becomes a portal for your personal transformation, for what you are seeking to achieve in your life. So a very deep and very juicy topic. Now, this, I hope, will help you to create definitely deeper healing in your life and also the wellness that you're looking for, but it'll also help you to avoid burnout, maybe even recover from burnout, to increase productivity, and ultimately to be able to move forwards and fulfill your purpose here on the planet. So a highly important topic that I know will have immense value for your life. And how we're going to explore this is by talking about the two different aspects to the mind-body relationship. And this is where the mastery really begins, because some people will say, well, this is mind over body. And there's a lot of therapies and healing that say state of mind is everything when it comes to physical health. And I agree with that. But there's also another side to it, which is how your body impacts your mind. So we're going to explore both of these. And we're going to start by talking about body over mind. So we're talking about the mind-body connection from the perspective of the body. Now, 
How, what this essentially means is that the state of your physical body at any one particular moment impacts your state of mind. So in other words, how you feel in your body, the way your body is functioning or not functioning, the foods and the fluids that you consume, your movement or lack of movement, the supplements that you take, the treatments that you receive, the quality of your sleep, even the way you manage your time, like the way you run your life, all of that impacts your body and it creates a certain result or ripple effect in your physiology. And that state of physiology then has an impact on your psychology. It has an impact on your state of mind. Essentially, our state of mind is impacted by how we treat our body. And I think this is actually to a degree that most people don't realize. Like how aware are we of our state of mind after we eat a certain piece of food or a certain type of food? Are you in the habit of watching the difference that different foods and fluids make on your state of mind? And this has fascinated me for many years. In fact, I used to keep a food diary because I was fascinated by this. I wanted to understand the relationship between what I was doing, what I was consuming and how I was feeling. And this body over mind connection, this aspect of understanding that relationship between your physical and your non-physical self, this can explain a lot of how we feel and why we feel what we feel. So this is looking at the mind-body connection purely through the lens of the physical body. Because if you are, for example, really simple example actually, if you are really tired because you did not get any sleep last night because the kids were screaming or you had too much on your mind, the next day your state of body will be depleted and your state of mind will probably go down the drain with it. So this is why one of the things that I will do if I'm having like a bit of a rough, a rough moment where perhaps I need a bit of clarity and it's not coming easily or I'm getting frustrated or people are pushing my buttons, I'll very quickly check in with my state of body and I'll almost every time realize that my body needs a little bit of TLC. So you know what? Hey, I'm actually tired physically today. So I'm not going to expect myself to have the best state of mind today. And where this opens the doorways, it allows us to give ourselves some love. And that is ultimately what this is about. It's about loving yourself by loving your body, by understanding the impact that your state of body has on your mood on the way that you think. Now, one of the most powerful bodies of work that I've studied that has helped me to appreciate this in a lot of detail is Ayurveda. So Ayurvedic medicine is traditionally like Indian medicine. And if you don't have never heard of Ayurveda before, let me spell it for you just in case you want to Google it. There is an enormous universe of content about Ayurveda online that is incredibly beneficial. There are also incredible practitioners that are just extraordinary at what they do. Ayurveda is spelled A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. So if you haven't heard of Ayurveda before, please look it up. But essentially, in a, in a nutshell, in Ayurveda, they believe that there are different body types. Now, some, some people will recognize this as your endomorph, ectomorph, or mesomorph. So you have your skinny builds, your medium build, and then people who are a little bit more naturally uh, heavier set. And they understand that our body is made up of certain elements like fire, like water, like earth. And some people have like a significant portion of the population will have more fire in their body. That would also be me. <laughs> They're more of a medium build. 
then you get your like skinny minis who are really slender. And so in Ayurveda, they recognize that no two bodies are the same because we're all unique and we have different elements, different energies, and also different personalities. Now, when you understand that, you start to realize that the state of your body really does affect your mood by understanding what you eat and how that makes you feel, what that produces in your body, which then you feel in your mind. So for example, because I am what they call in Ayurveda a pitta body type, so P-I-T-T-A, pitta is the fire energy. So I am dominantly a pitta body type, which means I'm naturally fiery. Now, if I eat a lot of, if I consume, I should say, a lot of caffeine, if I eat a lot of chili, if I have a lot of tomato and capsicum and things that heat the body naturally, it will add too much fire to my existing fire and then my mood will change. And I'll be highly self-critical of myself. I'll probably be impatient, snappy, maybe a little bit bitchy because I have too much heat in my body. So in Ayurveda, we're talking all about balance. And I have been fascinated watching how I eat a certain food and then I feel a certain way. And this is the magic and the power of the body over mind connection is understanding how your body works and how you can change your mood through literally your food, your supplements, your treatments. This is, I think, 50% of the game when it comes to truly empowering yourself and creating wellness is understanding what your balance point is and what you need to do in terms of treatments, in terms of habits, the way you run your life, even the type of work that you do, the way that you work in order to experience greatest wellness possible, including with your mental wellness and your state of being. Now, this is just one example. And as I said, Ayurveda is an incredible rabbit hole to go down to help you to master this. But I use this as an example just to show you from personal empowerment how much better my life has been since I understood that relationship between body over mind, especially when it came to things like foods, what I consume, what I do, my habits, and so on. And see here, it's here that we realize that it is not all personal. So not everything that you feel every single day doesn't all have to be personal. Sometimes it is literally just physical. And this is the opportunity to master your life by changing how you feed and how you nourish your body. So as a woman also, and I do need to do this as a side note, we have a hormonal cycle. Your mood will naturally shift throughout your month, depending on your hormones. So sometimes when I talk to women who are having a hard time, one of the first things I'll suggest is to get their hormones checked because having gone through hormone readjustments myself, as we were detoxing estrogen and increasing progesterone production in my body, it changed my life. Like my moods are so radically different today than what they were even five years ago, because I started to understand like that relationship. I realized it was just something physical that was impacting my mood. So as I said, this is 50% of the game of mastering the mind-body connection is by having a curiosity about how the foods and the fluids and things that you're consuming and doing, how they're actually impacting your mood. Now, the obviously the other side of that is, and this is, I think, coming into the area of like, how would you actually start to master this, right? So how would you master this body over mind connection? And I think the first thing for me is to suggest is that you keep a food diary or keep a body diary. And the goal here is not to judge yourself for what you're eating or what you're doing. It's simply to learn to understand the language that your body speaks. Your body is constantly talking to you and telling you what it likes, what he or she wants, what he or she needs. 
So you can track things like how many hours you slept, how you felt the next day, what you ate three times a day or four times a day. How did you feel afterwards? What was your energy like at different times of the day? You, maybe you're taking different supplements and for example, like magnesium, and you can start to observe, like become a student of your own body. So keeping a food diary, keeping a body diary, this can help you to get to that state of mastery that you're ultimately looking for. Now, another suggestion I would make, and this is why I spelled out the word, uh, the word Ayurveda before, is to do your dosha test with Ayurveda. And they believe in dosha is essentially the makeup of your body. So go onto Google and look up free Ayurvedic, you know, dosha test or free Ayurveda test. And usually there are quizzes that will ask you anywhere, anywhere between sort of 15 and 30 different questions. It'll ask you all different questions about the characteristics of your body, your behavior, what your memory is like. It'll help you to work out what your body type is like. And that is incredibly powerful. As I said, there's a whole universe you can go into with Ayurveda. I do recommend it. It has been life-changing for me. So that is another strategy you can implement. Now, I think also one other thing that I would suggest around mastering body over mind is to simply review how you're currently treating your body on a day-to-day -day basis and identify three things that you could add. So maybe three things that you're not currently doing. For example, may, it might be that you're not exercising at all or you're not even going for a walk. So you could add that in. You're looking for three things that you could do. It could be drinking more water, taking magnesium, find three things that you can add and then find three things that you could stop doing. So this is the other side of it. Sometimes it's removing things that we're doing that we know are not decent for us, like that huge packet of crisps late at night. That might be something that you might want to peel out. So you could simply identify three things you could do more of and three things you could stop doing. And this is an ongoing journey, by the way. I know that you'll go through peaks and troughs. I do as well. Believe me, I wouldn't necessarily say that I completely mastered this area of my life. But it's a constant journey of refinement. And sometimes we just need to update for ourselves. Hey, I just need to make a few tweaks because I know that this isn't necessarily working for me right now. And finally, what you can do to master body over mind is to very simply ask your body, what does he or she need? So sit with your body, even put your hands on your body, maybe your abdomen or your heart and ask your physical self, hey, what do you need more of? And listen for the answer because you might find that it says to you, hey, I just really need some more water right now or I could use a really good sleep and just ask your body every day, what do you need? What can I do for you? And I promise you, you will definitely receive the answers. Now, we've talked a lot about body over mind. Now I want to reverse it. I want to talk about the other 50% of the game with the mind-body connection. That is mind over body. And I know that this will be something you're already familiar with. Essentially, this is how your state of mind impacts your physical body. So it's the other way around. So we've reversed it now. This is about how your mental, emotional, and spiritual state impacts you on a physiological level. So on a body level. Now, as I said earlier, I was using the body as a barometer of the soul by Annette Noontil. That book was an amazing reference guide for me, and I still have it on my shelf today. I was using this as a guide to help me to understand the emotions behind what was going on in my body. And for me, when it comes to mind over body, this isn't some woo-woo concept or spiritual. This is the truth. 
our bodies feel everything. I mean, when you think about something that stresses you out, you feel it in your body. When you think about something that brings you joy or that you're grateful for, you feel it in your body. So your physical state starts to match and mirror your mental and emotional state. And there are plenty of studies that have been done that have essentially concluded that stress is the main killer. Like it's the cause of most diseases is stress. So how we experience, how we interact with, how we manage our life and how we act upon life and how we respond to life touches our body. You cannot separate the two. They are innately linked and innately connect, connected. And one of the things I say to my clients is that our issues become stored in our tissues. And that always makes me giggle a little bit, but it's a cute way of remembering that your body feels everything. He or she is has a front row seat to everything that is going on. Not only that, your body's on the damn stage with you. <laughs> you know, your body is feeling everything that you're feeling, every thought that you have, everything that occurs within you, your epiphanies, your state of grace, your frustrations, your challenges, your stresses, everything is being experienced by your physical body. And I don't know about you, but this has also been one of my motivations to master my own life and to heal emotions and to look at my inward state is because I don't want my body to have to carry that. I don't want her to be so worn down and worn out because I wasn't able to find a way to process my life. So yes, this is sometimes on the heavier side of the mind-body connection. But the thing is, you don't necessarily do this every, you don't do this all in a day. This is a daily practice of understanding the relationship between your stress levels, your body, your mind. It's about understanding that and having, having the curiosity to realize, hey, this feeling that I'm having is actually, I'm feeling that in my body or this thing that's stressing me out. I don't want to carry that with me forever because I want my body to have a state of wellness and then being willing to do whatever personal development work that you need to do in order to lighten the load on your body. And ultimately, remember, this is about your life mastery. This is about you mastering your life. Your body is giving you feedback to say, hey, there's something that we need to address. Uh, your emotions are also giving you feedback, the things that you feel, the things that bother you, the thoughts that you can't get out of your mind. These are all signposts to have you to master your life, to understand what you need, the direction that you want to go in, and then to use this as a doorway. You're using this as a doorway for personal growth, which then creates professional growth, creates financial growth, and it enhances your life on every level. So again, this is the mind over body aspect. I'm particularly fascinated by this as well because I understand that if I am, for example, deeply emotional, I actually did some work recently where I was just having this moment and I was quite premenstrual at the time, but I was so emotional and I was crying and I was having a problem with a family issue. And then my body was being deeply impacted by that at the time. You know, my body felt so tired and so exhausted. But when I healed, did the work and healed that particular challenge and I got a new perspective on it, my body suddenly relaxed and it was like my nervous system reset itself. And that is the mind-body connection from the mind perspective is understanding that your state of mind, how you respond to the world, the way you choose to see certain events truly does have a lasting and immediate impact on your physical body. So it's mastery through your mind. Now, how you can actually do this is things like uh, this is really strategy number one around mind over body. 
Number one is you can list out all the things that are currently stressing you out and then go and find a solution for each one. So if I'm experiencing a time where I feel particularly wound up or I'm very anxious or I feel quite stressed, then I will write everything down. That's my first strategy, write it all down. And then for each one of those potential problems or things that's bothering me, I then write down what I'm going to do in order to solve that problem. Now, immediately, as soon as you write down whatever it is that was bothering you, you've already externalized it and you start to take the pressure off your body. That is an immensely powerful, very simple strategy for really mastering that mind over body connection. The second strategy is all about journaling. And I actually did a whole podcast episode on how to start your journal practice and why it's so powerful. And I do recommend this because journaling has been shown to help people to make sense of life. And so rather than storing your issues in your tissues, you're able to process your life. This is ultimately what we're looking for is a way for you to process, to interpret, to reflect on the events of your life and to find the love, the meaning and the beauty within those so that you don't become weighed down. So that instead of feeling stressed, you can feel uplifted and empowered. You can find the meaning, the blessing, the opportunity that's inside any of your adversities and you can move forward more, I guess, whole and complete. So journaling can be an incredibly powerful habit, a very simple daily habit just to get things off your mind. As you get them off your mind, by the way, solutions will probably start to come to you. So that's incredibly powerful. Now, also, when it comes to mastering mind over body, this wouldn't be complete unless I also encourage self-development work or healing at work, mental, emotional healing work of some kind. Now, I have friends who actually go and see psychologists or like formally trained therapists, and they find that is incredibly beneficial. Most of my friends, we do the work of Dr. John Martini, who was in uh, the movie The Secret or in the documentary The Secret. He's been one of my mentors for, you know, more than 16 years now. So Dr. Martini's work and the Martini method in particular is very powerful. I also do neuroemotional integration technique, and I've used several other tools. Whatever it takes for me to do emotional healing, a lot of my friends use similar tools and strategies to me. Find yours. Whatever that looks like for you, find some way to make sense of the emotions and the events of your past. Don't just let them sit inside your being and don't just sit there suffering in silence. Make personal development and emotional healing a part of your life, even on a weekly basis. I feel this is so important, especially when you're going after your dreams. You're going to have things that push your buttons. Everybody has, you know, I think two or three main core wounds in life, things that trigger them really strongly. Let's do the work on those so that not only you can take the pressure off your body, but again, you can master your life. So emotional work is so important. And then finally, because your body is often mirroring how you feel about your life, it's also mirroring how you feel about your work and what's going on. You can ask your body, what change do you most want or need me to make in my life? So Talk to your physical self. It is not separate from you. It is you. It's another aspect of you. Ask it. What do you need from me? What change are you seeing that I need to make in my life that perhaps I've been putting off? And then get really quiet and wait for the answer. Your body is infinitely intelligent and it can guide you if you let it. So these are some strategies for mastering mind over body. 
And in conclusion, I would simply say that mastering your life is a journey of doing both. It's about listening to your body and understanding that the way you treat your body impacts your state of mind. And it's also understanding that your state of mind impacts your physical body. And if you work 50-50 and you dance between healing your emotional stuff and mastering your physical practices, you will create that wellness. You will experience greater degrees of wellness, vitality, and inspiration in your life. And that is what you deserve. Remember, you are an infinitely intelligent being. You have your mind, your body, your spirit. There are so many aspects and dimensions to who you are. So by mastering the mind-body connection, you can get to know yourself on a deep level and find your path to mastering your life and creating the extraordinary future that you truly do deserve. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube and of course Facebook so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R, on any of these platforms, you will find me and I would love to hear from you, even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.